What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on The Cart, we talk about the only family with a surname. That's right, the Bayfongs. We are your hosts. I'm Ian. I'm Ricky. And I'm Austin. And this is the Cabbage Car Podcast. And welcome back to the show. Today on our whiteboard, we have a beautiful drawing done by <laughs> your host, Ian. Here. I I love this. I love this drawing. It's a drawing of the Earth Kingdom. Um, Logo emblem l- uh, emblem the Earth emblem yeah yeah Earth and Earth Kingdom emblem yeah yeah it and looks like uh, it looks like my daughter drew it I don't want to hear it <laughs> I have a, see see the thing is he says that but he ha- Ian you have an art degree <laughs> and you can draw yeah like you can draw really well you definitely did this drawing way better than either of us could yeah and it's really not even that good it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cuts deep, man. I mean, I mean, let's let's break this down, all right? This is what we do on the podcast. <laughs> oh my right? God. Hold on. It's not symmetrical. First off, the left side <laughs> way mean, more space than the right side. Let's let's get a protractor and measure these angles <laughs> that clearly don't match. Not symmetrical. I definitely drew that in like twenty seconds, so I don't want to hear that. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's cool to have it on the board because today's episode talking about. The Bayfong family. Yeah. Hold on one second. I do want to talk about this just a little more. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. The, no, there's something, the most satisfying thing in Avatar to me, like the most satisfying um, art and animation is when Iroh is teaching Zuko and he's drawing in the sand right. and he does the- Everything the, perfect. Everything perfect. This symbol, the, the water track, and then he does a perfect circle around <laughs> it. I don't know why that scene is always like so satisfying to me. <laughs> what, what? It like- it, it's like ah. What if at the very end he just instead of it, like completing the circle he just like went off the rails? <laughs> it's a little. It's a little off. The drawing is a little it's off. A tiny bit off. Just but <laughs> you're saying if you like, it's just like halfway big strike ha- halfway through the fucking curve and he just. <laughs> you ever see those videos of like some some asshat like cutting the cake like in the very center of the cake? Like, oh yeah, like, man, like me, piece of pizza. Like me yeah. eating the Kit Kat bar. Yes, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah, of eating yeah. a stick by stick, you yeah, bite yeah. into you it just like bite a sandwich. Into it. Savage. <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, check out, uh, follow us on the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram to see reels of us eating Kit Kat bars wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally not related to the podcast. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and so, uh, probably won't do that on Instagram. <laughs> probably won't do that. <laughs> so the Bayfong family, the only family in the Avatar verse that has a surname. Weird. Right, I like, wonder why that is. Maybe it's just because we haven't been exposed to them, or like I want to know their reasoning for that. So okay, yeah, so like let's think. Fire Nation, Water Tribe. Well, like surnames in general, like as we know it, come from uh, at one time came from your profession, Smith, right? Like, you know, right, right. whatever. Um, uh, so I so mean, let's say why doesn't the Water Tribe have something similar to that? So okay, Hunter. I don't. Katara Hunter. Whatever, because Hakoda, <laughs> Hakoda the Hunter, so it's Katara Hunter. Okay. You know, you, doesn't that make sense? I like that from here on out. Yeah. Sokka <laughs> and Katara Hunter. <laughs> 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 
let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I already, like that. already calling him Brykel. So. <laughs> so we kind of have surnames in the Fire Nation in Kiyoshi, though. Kind of. Because, like, like Heyran. Clan names? They have their clan names, right? Which then right. become surnames, right? Okay, so kind of same deal. So you have different casualties, but why are the Bayfongs different Different instances where a last name comes into play, cre- where last names come from? Different instances. Right. Sometimes yeah, it's a profession, you, you sometimes say, it's a clan. Yeah. But it's the Bayfongs specifically. It's location of. Uh, yeah. The Bayfongs in particular actually have, like, you say, like, Toph Bayfong. You don't say Zoryu, wherever yeah, his, yeah. whatever his, their, their tribe Surname name is. is. Yeah. yeah. You don't say it like that. Bayfongs are the only ones Sao that Juan. actually. Sawan clan. Was that uh, It's one of them. It's what, it's, it's, that's him or his brother. Quazo is at the Sawan I clan. Yeah. So it's not Zoryu. So He's Zoryu. the other one. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I, I, I can only remember one name of the clan. I know it's, the brothers have warring clans. Yeah. I know one of the names. That was my best. But, the, was but, but they're not guess. even surnames, though. They're just clan names. The thing about it is that the people who are in the Salwan clan, like, they don't they don't really belong to the Salwans. They're just... That's true. They're not all, like, bloodline Salwans. Right. right they're a right. clan of people. Right. This is right. an actual family. So that that is a surname, then. That's So it's totally different. Right. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not a clan name. It's an actual family name. Family name. Yeah. We have... Yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this. The, the, the idea... I love getting technical on the lore of avatar right i'm like i need these uh last names to make sense please can i have some backstory on how last names work in the avatar universe right please so Bayfong austin actually uh found this translation it actually translates to so Bayfong is bay or bay it being north fong being direction in mandarin Right, that's what it translates. Direct to. translation, a direct translation, which basically means direction of the north or in the north direction. North direction. I think. But it, does, does that mean like on a metaphorical sense? Like see, that's, what that's I, a positive thing to be in a north direction. North is up. If it you're would, looking it would, at a compass, it would have to be because you know? it doesn't make any. Is that sense. what it's saying? It doesn't make any sense because the uh, the Beifong families are from the Gaoling, the the city of Gaoling. Okay. Which is actually in the southern part of the Earth Kingdom. It's in the mountains of the southern Earth Kingdom. That's where they originated from. So does that mean like that's really their, that's yeah. their like they're, they're they're looking north. Or, so I, is, or is, maybe they as they moved north, they it, they took on the Beifong name. Is the idea of of the ideology of the Earth Kingdom is the farther north towards Bossing Say? That's what I was getting right at. Is 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 a better future, so to speak. Yeah, the direction of the north is where you like. So I think maybe, maybe it was that, or maybe as they migrated north, as their political influence grew, where's they took on the Beifong name? Where's Zalfu located? I don't know. That's a good uh, question. But I want to imagine it's northeast of Bossingse. That's going to be my I th- guess. I think it is actually. Like yeah. there's there's a in season four of Korra they they have a map. Zalfu is in the southwestern. Son part. of a Oh, that's the <laughs> opposite of what I said. <laughs> I said I want to say it's northeast. It's in the southwest. Damn it! That's, that's going to be on our uh, our Korra trivia. <laughs> that would make yeah. I actually <laughs> thought of some good trivia question or one good trivia question, but I'll save it save for that. our save that for our next. trivia episode. Right. Yeah, so Gaoling, though, just to give a little backstory on that place, it seemed like as we as we as we were reading into it more, it's kind of like the uh, 
financial or political district of the Earth Kingdom. Okay. Like, obviously, you have Basingse, and obviously, you have Omashu, but like uh, Jianzu and the Lu- the Beifong family. That's where they kind of were. That's where they originated. They, oh. Doesn't John They were like a. Pol- it's like a political, powerful yes, city. It's like, yes, it's like yes, where the yes, rich yes, people yes. live. What, yes. what do they call uh, Scottsdale? Yeah, it's like a Scottsdale. <laughs> it's a Scottsdale, oh, or it's man. like it's like Beverly Hills, or it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. DC. It's like a co- it's a right. combination of all these places. Uh, so, uh, what do they call Janju? Uh, what are the uh, when Kiyoshi is is holding the 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 kelp the, the kelp the pot of kelp the pot of kelp in the, yeah. in the beginning of the book. Uh, those girls call him something, uh, like I can't think of it right oh, now. Oh, I can't. I can't remember. But, it right but now, it's yeah. like it's 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 a slur directed towards. Oh, a uh, Ganjanese. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's Ganjin. Right. He's from the Ganjin tribe, so yeah. that they call him they call him Ganjanese, which is his. I don't know race what, lineage. Lineage. I, I'm yeah. that but they, they say it as a they, slur. They all come from the same. Area as the Beifongs. Well, at least the Bay—that's where the Beifongs originated, and Jianzu being associated with them obviously would have some connection okay. Okay. in there. I don't know if Jianzu is necessarily Our, from there. Okay, I misunderstood what you were saying. Okay. okay, yeah, but but the Beifong family being from there, obviously a level of political influence in that city as a whole. Right. Are the Beifongs? Okay, the Beifongs are not Ganjin though. No. 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 Just because if 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 people are like stereotyping the Ganjins. And the Bay Fongs had that power; they wouldn't be saying that, you know. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Okay. I want to know more Avatar <laughs> lore, dude. I'm like, where did the Ganjins come from? Where did the Zhangs come from? Tell well, me. If FCE gets his, gets yeah. His way, oh my God. Maybe we'll get like an, an Earthbending book. I'll take any Avatar book written by FCE. Right. Yeah. The crest of the Bay Fong family is the House of the Flying Boar. Uh, we actually see that uh, in Aang's vision. Uh, in the swamp. In the swamp. Before he, before he did you hear off. that, Austin? We mentioned the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you talk about the tree? <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> oh boy! I know you're gonna bring it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we see it. We see the flying boar next, standing next to Toph. So basically, yeah, so we don't yeah. know it's Toph at the time. But, yeah, but it's yeah, and that's a, that's like and that's how they the, find her. The emblem of the. Of the Bayfong. Oh, the Bayfong, yeah, Because yeah, right. they asked yeah. the the school kids, they're like, "What?" They're like, "All I know is, all I know is, the flying boar is the crest of the Bayfongs." Yeah. Well, and we know. So, if we just to add some frame around the the Bayfong family, right? Going all the way back to the Kyoshi novels, Lu Bayfong was master to Jianzu, who was ma- who was the earthbending teacher for Karuk, and then obviously had the issues with uh, with uh, uh, earthbending teacher to Yun. Earthbending teacher to Yoon as well. Right. Yoon but was only in Lu Bei Fong being kind of like the patriarchal of that entire earthbending lineage into the Avatar at that time. Because he was the master that taught the master that taught the Avatar. Right. So, and what we learn from Jianzu and in, in the Kyoshi books is that uh, the Lu Bei Fong, short in stature, kind of a, a very unassuming guy, but uh, like a true master of earthbending. Right. Is that stated in the novel? Well, he's the master to Jianzu. I would imagine. That oh, makes yeah. sense. So, I, but, but is he the... I don't think it explicitly says says that he trained Jianzu. He was the master of Jianzu. I, no, I thought Jianzu, it was in Jianzu, a political sense. 
like Jonzu was under his. No, I, I thought that wing. it was that he taught him. Jonzu t- learned his bending from Liu Bei Fong. That's what I thought. Mm. Anyway, you know what? We're going to have to go back and revisit that. Well, for sure. so in the you so know it what does we're say... doing, guys, real soon. We're revisiting Kiyoshi. <laughs> oh my god, it's going to happen. I do love Kiyoshi. It does say in the wiki that Liu Bei Fong trained Jonzu. Okay, okay, okay. Well, there okay. you go. There yeah, you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I think you're right. I think maybe it doesn't explicitly state it, but we can draw the connection because he calls him Master Jianzu, right? Which I get because like Katara calls Master uh, the the Northern Water. Do you mean? I'm sorry. Do Sifu? you mean Master Lu or Master Lu? Yeah. That's what Jianzu calls Jianzu him. Jianzu calls him Master okay. Lu. So, and it says that he had to go speak to his teacher or something like that in the book if i remember so we can well there, we, well, there you go so that's the first that we see about the Beifong family though and yeah. at this time very powerful very influential very broad in their reach so and lou lou got murked by yun right you yun yun i do i do prefer saint yun it's a Easier name. That's how it's pronounced. Is it? Yeah. So, <laughs> I do prefer saying it the right. I read way. the audio. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah you read, read the, the audio book. book. <laughs> yeah, listen to the audio book. This so is why I think Ian I doesn't read. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm, I suck with names as it is. I need help, as much help as I can get. Yeah, that's fair. Um, when Yoon takes down that that palace with the, with the earth based paint, mm-hmm. oh my God. That's so the sad. first death that he, that he has. That's the first kill. Right? Does is, he is uh, Lu Beifang? Does uh, okay. So Lu Be, Beifang was a part of that like party. I I thought he had a scene where like he assassinated him, like he killed him first and yeah, then killed so everyone what happened, else. Yeah. What happened was right. He he sucked everybody's ankles into the ground. Right. Ran inside, tunneled into the yeah. palace. They went to go find him, thinking, "Oh crap, he's gonna go for uh, uh, Kyoshi." Right, because Kyoshi was inside, or no, not Kyoshi. Heyran. Heyran. They're like Heyran's inside. They're gonna. He's gonna go for Heyran, and then when they go in there, they they're looking for him all over the palace. They find him in the in the corridor area with all the paintings, and he's killed Lu Bei Fong, who was in that. Place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then that's when all the guards come in around him, and he kills all the guards too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he dope as f- that scene was dope. But with the paint, right? Uh, with and the, then, yeah, and he, then, he takes the he. he but takes the, the paint happens the paint. after he ran. So so Kiyoshi lets him escape after to save he ran, and then he kills everyone. Yeah. Well, hey Ron, hey Ron. Yeah, that's actually yeah. yeah. We're good. We're good on that one. <laughs> that was my bad. You know what I love about reading that Kiyoshi book is like they make it a big deal that uh, it's like Kiyoshi, he can tunnel because me in my head, I'm like, no big deal. But at this time, seismic sense isn't Isn't a true art yet. Right. Like it hasn't been mastered, which takes us into our next Bay Fong, right? Who's that? Are you serious? Seismic sense. Who are you talking about? Are we, the, are we done talking about Lou? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Lou. He, like, yeah, we, yeah, all yeah. we really know is that he. it's like the first Beifong we know. I tried he, to segue. Sorry. That, and was then not, he gets that did not land. <laughs> I knew who you were talking about, obviously. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Lou Beifong, he just he gets killed, right? And he's kind of like, what, the great, great, great grandpa? To uh, he's old. Something like that. Think yeah. of how old. It's three hundred years before it's like, top. It's like four or five top. generations. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Very long ago. 
but then we also obviously we have Toph. We're gonna get into Toph a little bit more, but if we're gonna follow things chronologically, right. we have Toph's parents too, which we never actually get to meet, right? Just we do, in, yeah. We get to meet them when we meet Toph. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Duh, right. No, that, yeah, that are episode. they only? I believe the that's one bed, episode, yeah. and we never see them again. They hire the the I guys think, at the end of the episode. To, I think you see Lau. Uh, they travel, don't they travel some uh, someplace um, looking for Toph? Uh, actually, in the comics, we see him again. We see we see Lau in the rift. Yeah. What? No, I'm just thinking about it. When when Toph's like, that's the one thing you don't understand about me. You've never understood me. I'm the most powerful bender, earthbender of all time. Like <laughs> that, I can hold this up forever. Forever, yeah. No, the, the, <laughs> you, so you did read the rift. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. When 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 uh, when Toph is holding up the old iron, General Old Iron's like helmet. Oh, and, and okay. Yeah, you talked about this scene. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. just she's there. She's doing the whole like uh, Atlas holding up the world type thing. Uh, or like I think that's horse stance. Like it could, the, be. could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's that broad stance like that. Right. Well, so what we know about Lao and Poppy is that they're 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 uh, nobles. Well, they're nobles. Yeah, they're Bayfongs. So so they're higher ups in the in the Earth Kingdom. Um, so we also know that Lao, Poppy, and Toph are the last remaining Bayfong family members after the Hundred Year War. Really, they're the only ones left. Oh, really? I did yeah. not know that. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. So, but they're still they're still they still have wealth. Yeah, they're still powerful and influential. It's just the family tree has, after the Hundred Year War, has been kind of, kind of decimated. That's why Toph got busy in Korra, and we see like so many of them. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> yeah, she's gotta, trying to uh, yeah she's repopulate. Like, she's like Aang may not really have a chance, but the Bayfongs do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I did want to. We were talking earlier about the uh, the city that the Bayfongs lived in. When we see that city in the show, I feel like the Bayfong Manor is like the it's like the house on the mountaintop. It's the largest place in this village. Yeah, that's yeah. So they're they still have power and wealth. Yeah, yeah. It, yes. it transcended all of Kiyoshi's life, all of uh, Roku's life, and all of Aang's life, and even into Korra, like we right. saw. So, I, although by the time we get to Korra, they're more of a servant role and less of a um, political role, you mm. know, because they they formed the police academy, right? And and uh, well, not Toph, yeah, but yeah, yeah. well, no, Toph does form. Toph, yeah, Toph forms yeah. the police academy, and then her kids and Su Yin goes off and creates uh, Zhao Fu. Zhao Fu. Yeah, Su Yin did some hippie years. Yeah, <laughs> she sure fucking. Did. Yeah. it was a cool city though, dude. She Made was like, I live with the sandbenders. That's that's uh. What's that? Bur- she went to Burning Man. She's like, I lived with the Sandbenders for a month, you know? Yep. That's Burning Man. Went on a, an excursion. <laughs> Did a lot of LSD, okay? <laughs> All right, so, man, I was I was trying to find the uh, the love interest of Toph from the Rift um, because there's there's a uh, um, speculation that he could be the father of Lin and Suyin. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I kind of love uh, is that yeah. we don't know who the father is, right? And they keep throwing shit at us without telling us. I hope they never tell us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody on Reddit yep. posted a side by side of that kid and Opal, and they're like, they kind of look the same, right? Or like, or like people theorize that like uh, Batar Batar Junior is Sokka's son Batar, because they Batar is Sokka's son. No, Batar Jun- that would no, never Batar, work. Yeah, Batar actually Batar because of the. 
It's just because they have the hair, same hairstyle, style shaved on the head and ponytail. You're gonna do that to your girl. Batar is a uh, is the husband of of Su Yin. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> like man, she's into older men apparently. Does we need to talk about how Toph only has two daughters, right? And that's it. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Two we know. kids. Yeah. Do we need to talk about how they kind of, uh, you know, kind of cradled or not cradled, uh, kept Toph from they like sheltered her? sheltered. There you go. Yeah. Sheltered her from the from the world and. Well, I think that played a big. I mean, we should talk about it because I think that played a big role in the way Toph is as we know her. Right. Right. Like she's she's getting out. She wants to get away from that mundane sheltered life right and that's why she that's i think that's part of the reason why she ran away well, right? the, i'm gonna do with the badger moles right well did she live with the badger, badger moles mm, she ran away and got like like a duck she got lost it lost and and then the badger moles came up on her right and it's like oh you're blind too you know right and and then she learned earthbending from the badger mole. that's how she learned to see so the I think the big takeaway for me on 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 Lau and Poppy is how they saw Toph's disability and was like, you can't do this. Yeah, you can't as a weakness. As a weakness, and right. even as when she proved it, when she when she fought all the guys off, all the wrestlers, right, in front of her father, and he's like, we need to put more boundaries on right. you. Uh, that, you still don't understand me. This is, but one thing that because uh, I, I have a kid, and it, it's a real thing. Like yeah. honest, honestly, it's it's like you want to protect that 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 person as much as you can, you know. Yeah. And, and it's if if they're doing something that scares you, then it's like I gotta, I don't know about that. That's that's weird. I, yeah, you know, I need to protect you. You can't do this. You you know, it's a real thing. It's a it's a real feeling for sure. Would you let her run off with uh, no on Appa with <laughs> no. the, with the gang <laughs> no. and join the gang? No way. <laughs> Oh man, uh, there's no way you would hire some bounty hunters. I would hire some bounty hunters to, to chase her down. Hey, you know what? Maybe that's a good idea because it may lead to the world's most powerful earthbender. I mean, <laughs> Damn, dude. You know, uh, maybe, maybe. Dunderheads. Imagine dunderheads. <laughs> so yeah, it, I think it it formed Toff's opinion of herself, and 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 she found a way to overcome her her. Uh, her disability and didn't let it hinder her and, and uh Lau and Poppy wanted to wanted to stay in the past. Yeah. So. Oh, and I'm sorry, we totally forgot to mention about back to Lou real quick. Uh also co founder of Earth and Fire Refinery. Okay. Lau, that's okay. I thought that was Lau. No. Well yeah. No, Lou. Lou. Mm, I yeah. thought I think it's Lau. It's Lau. I think it's Lau. It's gotta be Lau. No, it's Lou Beifong. That there's no way Earth and Fire is that ancient. I'm pretty you know sure what I'm it's, it's not. It, it hasn't been That's around how they for got their 300 wealth. plus years. Well, it could be. I'm pretty sure it's Lou Beifong. We'll have to. We'll have to. Look we'll have to. Oh fly. damn it! You caught us, guys. You caught us. Yep. Sometimes we don't know everything. Important and influ- influential members of the family, talking about the Beifongs, include the powerful politician Lou Beifong, the co-founder of Earth and Fire. Fucker. <laughs> oh wait. And then it goes on to say. Lao Beifong. Oh, buddy. So I read that wrong. There's because there's a colon in there. So. Oh damn it. So yeah, wrong. You're right. Doesn't doesn't go back that far. Um. (laughs) uh, In the rift, so uh, Lao and Loban get together and they uh, make the Earth and Fire Refinery. So Loban, um, I'm saying it weird. I don't know why. 
but Loban, Loban uh, he sees or he he knows that there's iron underneath this little refinery, and he has this like underground excavation thing going on underneath uh, Lao's uh, nose. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. how it all plays out. That's kind of how it all plays out. And once he finds out that there's stuff going on that he doesn't know about, he's like, "Oh, wait a minute. Let's do. Let's stop this shit like right now." Yeah. How come I'm starting to think the Earth Kingdom is worse than the Fire Nation? <laughs> like I, honestly, I I'm think like, they're both super. Suck. They're super corrupt. Right. Yeah, they're super yeah. Corrupt. I mean, even I wouldn't even say the Fire Nation is corrupt, so to speak. They're, I mean, the people are have been brainwashed, but I wouldn't say there's no corruption because it's just total dictatorship. Dictatorship, yeah, right? This is like everyone's playing a fucking game that's the, that's the, but in, yeah in kyoshi yeah. they they reference that yeah how it's, it's, it's just all fucking game yeah and that's why john's is like the master pout pie show player right that yeah. can know how to work yeah, the board right exactly. the board of the earth kingdom right and that but it makes sense because the earth kingdom is so big the fire nation is is some islands well, and, you know, and this just goes to show how somebody like the Beifong family who aren't politicians can become so powerful. Right. Yeah. Is because of money influence power. Right. Without even being in power. So. Because sometimes it's it's better to not really be in power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Hmm. Earth Kingdom stuff. And it's really the Beifong is kind of the top of the food chain on that. I would, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, they have the only surname. <laughs> <laughs> that that oh. by default kind of gives them. <laughs> oh, you've. Filthy. What's John's? What's, what's, what's John's last name? We don't know. We don't know. He doesn't even get a fucking John surname. John uh, Michaelson. John Zoo Mario. I like you it. Know? Mike, Michaelson. <laughs> John Zoo Michaelson. <laughs> we got Katara Hunter, Katara and Sokka Hunter, and uh, John Zoo <laughs> Michaelson. <laughs> Head cannon. Head cannon. All right. So that brings us to uh, Toph. So what do Back we know? Back to Toph. Well, yeah. Officially, it brings us to Toph. What do we know about Toph? Well, we know for sure her last name is Bayfong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, before we hit Toph, Austin, do you know? <laughs> do you know that Oma, as in like from the tales of uh, the origin of Omashu, Oma was a Bayfong? I what? What? No, I just made that up. But it sounds believable, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oma is a good name. Yeah, Oma Bayfong. Oma middle name Shu. Last name Bayfong. No, her her, <laughs> her lover was Shu. Oh, okay. oh my, and okay. Shu and the oh my god. Yeah, okay. I think I've heard a song about that from the uh, trio. Um, of, that's exactly uh, that's yeah. the yeah. <laughs> all right, so Toph, the greatest earthbender of all time. Of all time. Of all time. You and if you disagree, you're Dunderhead. You're a Dunderhead. <laughs> Fucking Dunderhead. <laughs> let's let's bring that into the vernacular. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, everyday yeah, yeah, vernacular. Yeah, yeah. You know what we should do? If somebody accumulates enough L's, right? We've been doing the L Call theme. Call him the Dunderhead of the Week. Yeah, instead of a dunce cap, you get a Dunder cap. Aw, And you gotta wear it. Ricky's gonna wear it all the time. Yep. Yeah. Excuse me, who who lost in trivia by, like, a lot? Trivia is not taking <laughs> that L's. Was, that so was... You're talking about two different things. Mm, mm, okay, <laughs> okay. Right. Okay, I would like a hat that says Dunderhead. <laughs> like, just, a, and I, I would wear it legitimately. Like, like an actual baseball cap. Yeah. Dunderhead like, says Dunderhead. Yeah. yeah. Let's make yeah. it happen. All right. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Look out for that on our merch. Uh, check out. Yeah. Our yeah, merch. Right? Hell yeah. Right. So, Dunderhead. So Toph, she's, uh, she's blind. 
Are you, you, we're going to need a source on that. We're going to need a source she's on blind? that. One. All right, all right. So far, we have Toph. She has a last name. She's blind. She's blind. That's where we're at with the Toph discussion. Well, let's go then. Let's talk so about it. So she invented metal bending. That's So, no, that. I, I, I just realized this today as we're discussing it. Toph, Toph is blind. When she runs into the badger moles, that's the first time she sees ever. She learns how to see from the from the badger from the badger moles. So her as a little girl, that means that's the first time she saw anything, she right? Was, she was running, right? Uh, she was like six. Couldn't, couldn't yeah, she's six, right? Went to Pretty the badger brave. mole. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you. I'm challenging you right now to close your eyes and run down the hall. I know, right? <laughs> just, 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 just full, full run sprint, down the hallway, yeah. Full sprint. Just close your eyes. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. No way, dude. I'd run into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> didn't stop. Um, top. Imagine, imagine doing that, but there's trees everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, didn't stop. Top at all. <laughs> So she, uh, she did she invent seismic sense as well, or did she? Well, she didn't she invent it. Well, she mastered it as a as a human. Yeah, yeah, she was the the first to. I don't think it's an invention. I just think it's a capability of blind benders. A, uh, I feel well, like no, because it's not even bending. blind benders because it, we have that one guy, in yeah, Cora, no, no, no. That, that's like I mean, I mean, all of her daughters yeah. can seismic sense. Have seismic sense. I would imagine you know, that I would that, probably. Does that so it was a discovered, yeah, it was that's discovered a form capability. Of it. Yeah, discovered capability, kind of right. like uh, glass bending, right? So to speak, more like blood, I, blood bending kind of thing. Yeah, it's I just a... I feel like there's a reference to it in Kiyoshi, like like Side oh, I I could feel him underneath the earth, you know, like mm. through the earth I felt. I don't him. remember anything. There's like, like that. I yeah, uh, I think there might be a reference. I've always felt that in the scene where Jet gets captured and she's like, he's not lying. I can sense that. I always thought that was bullshit. Like people talk about the the lion turtle being like a what is it called? Ex machina. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And I like like oh that's bullshit. I always felt that scene like I'm like you're just making her a superpower now. Like I can tell if you're lying. I'm like bullshit. She says that before though. So you understand? No, that's the first time she says it. That she says I with, can tell with, it with Jet. When they capture Jet and Bossing Say. Oh, okay. And he's like, he's telling the truth. I don't think I can that's tell. that much of a stretch. I mean, if you can see people through vibrations, okay, okay, then okay. the vibrations I, of their body would, I get it. I get back. it. You're telling me Toph, a 12 years old, understands the the rhythm of a heartbeat and what that translates You're to? You're telling me Toph, Come on. at 12 years old, the best earthbender we've ever seen, can't do that? It's it's within no, character like, for I, it I always, so. it always, it always fucking put on the dunder, put, put on, on the that dunder head. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead Buddy. and put on that dunder head cap. <laughs> God. So she, uh, she was a blind bandit, right? She murked everybody in the uh, that underground uh, bending tournament. The boulder, the boulder, voiced by Mick Foley. So the underground bending tournament. What was cool about that is that in Tops Metal Bending Academy, we kind of get the same thing. Right, really, and that's why she's like drawn to it because she gets bored of the oh, mundaneness that's right. of, right. of running a school. She's like, the school runs itself; it's perfect. That's the problem. And then, <laughs> and then goes on to like when she hears about this secret bending uh, group going on in the caverns of some of some rundown. What is it? It's like some old uh, small shop. Yeah. yeah, it's a warehouse. I yeah, some they... old warehouse. 
she's like immediately drawn to it because it reminds her. And I think it even says explicitly in the book, it like reminds her of her younger days. Right. You know what? I'm kind of fond of Toph's MBA and we kind of shit on it. <laughs> it's like, it's it, good, but yeah. it's, it's, there's a, it leaves a lot to, uh, yeah. to want. So yeah. sure. I, I'm reading little stories from the, uh, the team avatar tales and there's long, uh, there's long stories in there. The the same length as Toph Metalbending Academy. I think it belongs in there, honestly. Yeah, yeah. it's not standalone. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it a, have it's been an adventure story. Yeah. It shouldn't have been. I mean, no, we obviously everybody knows about Toph. I don't think we need to like really hammer it on too much because otherwise this would just be a Toph Bay Fong episode. Right. I mean, uh, but we do have our kids. So we, we do can have jump into that. We're, pretty much everything is about Toph from here on out. Yeah, or, or some direct <laughs> relation to Toph. Yeah. Uh, Lin and Su Yin, though, uh, both are daughters. Why the 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 way they're drawn, their gray hair they have aged wonderfully. Man, you we? you you have a thing for this gray hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, I'm not Ew. even. I don't even like gray hair. Okay. In fact, I hate it. I hate gray hair. I despise Stop it. Stop it, guys! I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, they 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 did. Uh, it was almost a little weird because they were like they just looked like young people with gray hair. You know what? Yeah. I, I, when I when I saw Cora for the first time, I did think that I was like, yeah. why does Lynn have gray hair? Like or yeah. like silver hair? Yeah. So how old is Lynn, and how old is Suyin? Suyin's younger. Yeah. Although I would like to think that maybe that's a physical manifestation of metal benders. You know, like maybe they're that more they have silver, more, they're straight more, up silver hair, more like metal disposed. But to the funny thing is, when hair. we see Toph, Toph has white hair. In her old age, yeah, Toph is white-haired, and then her her daughters have I straight up to you silver. Now at the turning of the tide, <laughs> Toph the white, Toph the white. Oh Welcome to my <laughs> my swamp. <laughs> I come to you now at the turning of the. I just watched Lord of the Rings the other day. So. You just got a Lord of the Rings tattoo on you, buddy. <laughs> you did more than just watch it. You watch it, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna do <laughs> embed it in my skin. Yeah. Fourteen inch, fuck yeah, bro! <laughs> tattoo on this shit. Um, I really like Lin and Su Yin. I thought that their uh, conflict with each other is it didn't surprise me, and they even kind of have the same conflict that like uh, not well. Hear me out. So let me just lay this out. They kind of have the same familial conflict that um, Tenzin and, and yeah, and, and, and Boomi two. and they have in, in that they felt like their par- the parental guidance that they needed was always kind of lacking. Right. Like, they- Toph was never really there for them. In right. season in season two and season three, there is definitely, like, a heavy a heavy theme of, like, family and family ties. Yeah. Right. You see that You see that with Tenzin, Bumi, and Kai, and you see that with the Beifong family. The only time I've ever feel- felt this level of family ties is anytime... Vin Diesel says it in Fast and Furious, <laughs> right. where he's like, family. I'm like, ugh. Uh-huh, Bayfong. Uh, <laughs> so I want to, uh, but I want to think about this for a minute on, in terms of like story writing, right? So this is, the, their relationship, Lin and Su Yin, reminded me that this is a kid's show though. Because I'm like, they're dealing with a common familial problem that kids may be going through. Right. And don't know how to process. Right. It actually made it seem more like a kid's show that they were dealing with this problem. See, I don't have that problem because I'm a full-grown adult and I see them, like the siblings, fighting 
all out and i'm like i feel yeah i feel that <laughs> yeah I'm so so lynn is is like is mad at su yin because she got the scar on her face is it well, that's kind of what i took well, from it su yin was like the the black sheep and and like lynn followed in her mom's footsteps right. and then and then uh su yin was was the offshoot so they're they clashed and then and then lynn got scarred yeah, it was like it was. It was already at the breaking point. She's not mad at her for scarring her. It was already at the well, she breaking was, point. Lynn's like you could never just follow rules. You can never just be part of like us as a group. You always had to go do your own thing. And then in her trying to help her not do that, right. she got the scar. She got the big old scar. Yeah, right. <laughs> but she's like, so Lynn is fifty years old in in book one of Korra. Oh, okay. So she held on to that shit. How old are they when when she got the scar? She held like on, eighteen. Yeah, she held on to that shit for like thirty years. Well, I think they say they haven't talked to each other in twenty years or something like That's that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's they say a number of years. I thought. You know what? You know he's like that's ridiculous. But out of the three of us, if one person here was gonna hold a grudge for twenty years, <laughs> it would be definitely me. be definitely would be me. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Hilarious. Uh, but then we got Lynn and Suyin's. Uh, uh, well, well I'm, we I'm, I'm I'm not done talking about them. Uh, let's, Lynn? let's focus on Lynn. I mean, she was uh, the love interest of with the uh, uh, Tenzin for a while. Do we know I, anything about that? No, just not what really. Pema te- tells us. Basically. I kind of think of it like a Karuke Ran situation where they were almost on the verge of having a thing, but then like it didn't really work. Pema out. played a uh, Mister Steal Your Man <laughs> on fucking Lynn. Yep. She was like, "Look at me! I'm an air acolyte. <laughs> you're with an earthbender. You're an air. You're one of the last thought, airbenders I in the world." I thought she became an air acolyte to 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 uh, fuck Tenzin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Jesus man! I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> okay, head cannon. <laughs> All right, uh, that's Ricky's head cannon. <laughs> but even even like Janora, when when uh, Lynn is protecting them from the from Amon's or the the equalists like she comes swooping in she's like get away from my dad's ex-girlfriend yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i always found that line super weird that is kind of weird i never uh, yeah you're right you're right i'm not but it is awesome that they fought off the fucking equalists together and i love and i love lynn being like janora don't what are you doing oh milo get down well, like yeah so, and starts acting like a mother right well the thing is is, is uh they kick ass all yeah. three of them oh, yeah. kick ass and, and and lynn like kicks ass and uh when tenzin comes back and he's like he's like oh my god you you let them fight uh, was, lynn's like you need to be proud of them because they kicked ass yeah like, like i wouldn't have know. made it if, if that's I, what if, she if, said if, if yeah. your kids w- didn't help me i would they die so me. they got a good relationship all of them together but who's he anybody else if it was lynn if anybody other than lynn he would have steamrolled uh, them, but Lynn, being hot-headed and yeah. just like Toph, she stood up to Tenzin and was like, "Nah, bro, fuck you. Your kids yeah. are dope." Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Or there's like, a, it's like season, or it's like episode two or three, or when when Lynn and Cora are like butting heads, but but the way that's saved is. Is uh, Lynn drops in oh, on the pro bending arena and like saves Cora and, yep. and and they're like flying around it. That seems fucking amazing. Have you ever worked with somebody that like you don't like personally? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but have you a work... podcast with him every oh, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Oh, <laughs> this guy. But then you work well, like you work well with them, right? And you have a good working relationship, and you respect them. But but personally, they're like, oh, you're a jerk. Yeah, like yeah. I I I see that with Lynn with like everybody. Like she hates right. everybody, but she works with them because you know they're hard workers. She finally saw Cora. Like oh, she she's doing some shit. So she, so she went in and 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 saved her and, and threw her ass up to get him on. That's yeah, how I mean, she's I, got a chip on her shoulder that just tra- like just goes across every relationship. Oh God, that scene is so sick. It is. Cool. She flings her up, and then and then she shows down with like the lieutenant. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my God. Do you know what episode that is? It's like season one, episode six. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's er- it's early on in the season. Because because they one. do they do they do well. There's only 10, 13 episodes, and then in the early. They talk about there's pro bending going on because after they break into the pro bending arena, obviously pro bending isn't really a a main source of you know it's not attention, it's not paid attention to in the rest of season one. Does that make sense? So I'm saying it should be around <laughs> episode six. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, what are you trying to say? Yeah, thanks for getting that one out. Appreciate <laughs> you guys are looking they, at me. They don't focus like, on pro bending past to see our episode six. Is that what you're trying to say? After Amon, after Amon bashes, bashes in. in. Okay, yeah, it's I get no what you're saying. Okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. okay. I'm glad that all came together. Yeah, yeah, thanks for explaining my thoughts to me. <laughs> no problem, buddy. I needed that. Hey, that's why there's three of us here, right? Yeah. Oh my god! I think god. we need to move Damn on it. from Lynn and Sue. All right, Lynn, though. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. You have to stop playing Cora because I'm like I love this. I'm looking at the the screen and I'm like, oh my god, I love this scene. All right, all right, it okay. is fun to watch. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, bad yeah. distraction. So Lynn Lynn doesn't have any kids that we know of, at least. Right? Uh no, no. But but uh, Su Yin got busy. He got busy. <laughs> busy. So <laughs> she has one, two, three, five, five children. Okay, so do we? You say she got busy. Two of them were twins, so like Me, four, four, or four okay. pregnancies, <laughs> five kids. Whatever. <laughs> so we uh, we have uh, Batar Junior. He's the oldest, I'm assuming, right? I got that impression yeah. too. Batar yeah. Junior. Oh, that would make sense because Junior. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, yeah. The firstborn right. son. Batar Junior. Okay, um, hold on. Let's make our best guesses: oldest to youngest. Okay. Batar Junior. Oh damn! I was go for it. Okay. Go for it. Batar Junior, Juan, Wayne Wing, and Opal. Okay, Opal's definitely the oldest. The oldest? <laughs> no, no obviously I'm kidding. Right? <laughs> obviously she's the youngest. We obviously know Batar's the oldest. So it's really just between uh, yeah. Them. I know, and yeah. I would swap them. I would put Juan under Wayne Wing. Really? Because young, younger brother, black sheep artist. He's underneath his. Older brothers that are jocks. I don't know. I don't know why I relate to this at all. <laughs> okay. I, no, I agree. I think. Uh, I would swap. I would just swap Juan. In, I would uh, say uh, Juan. Yeah. Is is so Opal's the youngest, right? Yeah. Juan second youngest. Second youngest. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you're saying Batari Junior. Way and Wing. Yes. Yep. Juan. Juan and then, and then Opal. And I'm a green. Okay. So I'm a green. The reason I think that. Juan is second. The reason second I oldest think is because I looked it up. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I'm just I did fucking not, with you. I did not. Just fucking with you. So Juan, Juan, he's like the emotional, like artistic. No one understands me, kind of, kind of thing, right? Yeah. 
Why is he like that? Because Batar Jr. is like the robot. The robot. He's a, he's he's, a, he's he's, a machine. He's a machine. He's right? input, input this, he, he's, export emotion. He's, uh, you he's know? Junior. So he's daddy's favorite. Yeah. Right? So yeah. then you got the. So then you have living Juan, in the shadow. Living oh, in the shadow of Batar Jr. Yep. Hold on. And then you have the twins who are like prodigies. The, the third born, right? Yeah. So Juan has the has the middle child syndrome of nobody understands me, right? Yeah. And then you got Wei and Wing come, coming, uh, bringing up the rear, being badass metal benders. And then Opal was a non-bender until, oh, in, yeah. until season yeah, three. That's I think right. Ian's right. Mm. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think both of you need to take that. Actually, L. no, no. <laughs> We're going to fact check this, but but let's not do it yet. I do want to say, I, th- my reasoning was it compared to my life, and I'm pretty sure Ian just spilled some therapy about his <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what just happened. Either way, in this situation, you both are Juan. Either way, either either way, way you're both... You guys just don't understand me, okay? Either way, you're both the artistic uh, black sheep in this scenario, no matter where it falls. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like you have. Never mind. See, I've always been. Uh, I've always been the oldest, so I, I, I don't actually really associate. Or uh, so you associate with Batar Junior, the the robot. And you know what, dude? He's a fucking programmer. He's a goddamn robot. robot. This makes sense. <laughs> this makes sense. Yeah, maybe it's all coming together. Yeah, maybe it's your theories all are right. Together. Are we the Bayfongs? <laughs> Without all the money, power, and wealth, uh, yes, I would think I like maybe it. we might. But be. like. I really like their personality. I said money, you know? power, and wealth as if money and wealth are not the same thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional uh, wealth? All right. Anyway. So, uh, Batar Jr. Do we know? What do we know about Batar Jr.? His dad was Batar. His dad was Batar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He looks like Sokka somewhat. People say. He... There's, a, uh, there's a ship. And I'm Team Taka. I'm not going to lie. That's what? the one ship. I get behind. It's right. like they go, had a. Yeah, go run is a that lap. They had go a run kid. a lap. Run a lap. Do, I'm okay. He doesn't with that. look. Does he look like Batar? At all? Yes. Does he? Exactly like. He look, okay, then never mind. Actually, Batar Junior. Like, I feel like they made Batar Junior first, and they're like, "What do we make <laughs> Batar look like him?" But like, I don't know, older, twenty years older, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they're like, "Here it is. It's it's it's." Can I copy your homework? Yeah, just make it look a little different. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Although, I mean, it's his son, so you'd expect him to look similar. So he, uh, he not Juan. What now? Hewan? We're talking about Baton. Juan. I'm talking about Baton. Yeah, but you're saying you're saying you expect him to look the same. You, well, it would at least be reasonable to look the same. Having the firstborn looks look either like Su Yin or Batar. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, he falls for, uh, in my opinion, the uh, most badass female in in all of uh, Atla. Kuvira, yeah, which, right. How could you not? Big term you just dropped there. Yo, I think I love Kuvira so much. I think she is the, the baddest. She might baddest be. Chick. Okay. She might be the most baddest. We're gonna have to do as a I'm thinking about episode. it. She is the baddest chick in all of uh, all of Avatar. I, I, uh, I don't know. She I, took I, I like Korra. Azula. I really like Korra. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think oh, I think Kuvira is. Uh, I think she's badass. Mm. I think I think Kuvira would win that match, bro. I really do. <laughs> she moves like an airbender. See, the fact that I'm not even disagreeing with you right off the bat makes me think maybe she is. Right, the best. right. That's that's what's yeah, fucking with so, me. But yeah. I would definitely uh, like. I'm a. I love Cora. You guys know this. I love Cora. 
But I would put Azula and Kuvira over Korra as far as badass females go. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and, like, that's making me. Azula's a good one. A good, all right. Uh, all right. Like, it's we, a let's good not get too su- Let's not get too far, <laughs> far off the baseball track. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is that, uh, understandably, Batard Jr. fell for what Kuvira was shipping. Yeah. So... And then she chose to murder him. <laughs> She's like, "Sorry, you chose wrong, buddy." Well, she was just using him. She, he was just a pawn. I don't think no, so. I don't no, think she's so. not. And I literally, don't think so. it and it goes into it in post core uh, graphic novels. I gotta get those. They yeah, because Kuvira is we have the it, center actually, point. We don't have any of. We don't those. have any of them. No. I have all of them. Post Korra graphic novels. Bring those in. I have <laughs> all of them. Bring those in along with the Rift. I've yeah, yeah I've read yeah. all of them. Bring bring them into. They're the fucking studio. awesome. Yeah, we'll the second it. one, it's not Turf Wars. It's called something else. Um, it's centered around Korra and Kuvira. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll yeah. have to. You know what would be really cool is a females of Avatar Legend of Korra uh, episode. Maybe yeah. we'll have to do that. Okay. Just, Ooh, rat, we'll we go should through. Do, oh yeah, yeah. But. We you, don't want to get too far off the base no, track no, today. No, so, let's not do it. That's pretty much all we know about Batar. He he falls for Kuvira, um, and then he recants, I guess, at at the end. I mean, that's yeah, because she was about to kill him, right? <laughs> like, can you blame the dude? I know, right? He's like, yeah, you're right. I'm switching sides. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna kill me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was going she's good crazy. until. Uh, it I wasn't. really like that team. And I was about, and then they killed me. It's like that popular meme that's going around right now. It's like, it was good until it wasn't. (laughs) And then they just invert the colors. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it's like. A documentary. You know what? I always like verbalizing memes because it always translates. It always translates. It translates. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about a meme. Juan. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Juan, who's also a meme. Uh, you have here written Jason Marsden. Marsden, yeah. Who's that? We talked about him on our on our episode. The one, remember that episode that you weren't a part of? You're right. You were in Boise. You were in Boise. Yeah. Boise, filling up on uh, potatoes. He, <laughs> he is Jason Marsden. He is the voice of uh, Mac, right? Or from Goof Troop or our Goofy movie? Uh, Max. Max. Yeah, Max. Max. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Mac. I Mac. From... So Max from Goof Troop, voice actor, is played by is is Juan. Is Juan. Juan. And then... He's also the voice of I.I. in Juan episodes. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yes. His voice is super recognizable. Super Dude, recognizable, if he's yeah. been doing like, uh, yeah. if he's been doing his since the Goofy movie, he's been doing voice acting for a for, while. Yeah, forever. Like, a long time. I yeah. recognized him watching the show. I recognized him. I'm like, oh, that voice is from Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic that I right. played on Xbox. Like, yeah, the original Xbox. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the green he's and been black around. <laughs> yeah, he's been around a while, and it's and he has all these credits. Yeah, like we've said in multiple episodes, man, the voice acting is stacked on these shows. Stacked. Oh my god! Oh yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Stacked. So pretty cool to see that uh, he was. I you know I didn't know any of that about him. I certainly didn't know he voiced Juan. So that was that's cool. why we wrote it down. Yeah, because we're like we know we're gonna geek out over some of this shit. Yeah. Damn, I I get uh, uh, I get Jason Marsden and Will Friedel uh mixed up. So he, Will Friedel is the voice of uh, uh Terry McGinnis on Batman Beyond. Oh, okay. So they're very very that. similar voices. You never watched Batman Beyond? Really? Uh, Batman I, Beyond's I, a skinny Batman. Yeah, I know, I know, guy. I know. And I've seen it like uh, it wasn't it wasn't on my it wasn't my main when I was fucking oh, nine. Right. You know? I you know, know, I've seen it. You, yeah. I've seen it. It's and good. like and then it went to like Toonami, right? 
It's probably one of my favorite animated Batman. Is it really? From you, you like Samurai Jack, so I don't. I don't what's know. the name? What's the name of that? What's <laughs> the name of that Batman? Watch this. What's the name of that Batman? Terry McGinnis. For, that's his name. Yeah, you already said that. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was the same name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now hold on. He was waiting for Bruce Wayne or something on. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the listen guys, the gears just like caught clocked into place. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to yep. tell us that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> we talk about that in our separate chat from you. Yeah, oh yeah. On our on our own podcast. <laughs> on our own have? podcast yeah. after you leave. I come back I come back here after you've gone. I give him a, hey, he's gone. Come back. <laughs> he's just parked around the corner. <laughs> Jokes on you! I drive around the corner and when watch I leave you the here entire time, so I could I could see if you actually do that. All right, so Juan, Jason Marsden, <laughs> we were getting off off the rails, buddy. Let's wrap it up. We're almost done with the Bay Funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're got Juan, Way, and Wing, and then Opal. So what I wanted to talk about Way and Wing is they have this the game that they built. The what now? The, the game. game they built. They they built they invented a game. Okay. And like to me, it was reminiscent of Airball, like you know, the, from, like, from 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 the Southern Water Tribe, like episode fucking three, um, when they're playing, when they're standing on the post. But that's what they're doing. They're bouncing around what this metal disc. Oh yeah, that bounces. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost yeah. like a. It's not ping pong, like a. Uh, a, a ball. Uh, it's like what, hockey what, or soccer. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like air hockey. I mean, I mean, air there's hockey. two goals. I'm thinking the, air. I'm the, thinking uh, air hockey. Yeah. Like that's air when hockey. they're. That's when yeah. they're trying to teach Cora how to how to metal, metal band. Metal band. Yeah. Or like Su Yin is like showing her. She's flexing her son. She's like, look at my children. <laughs> look at the. This is a game they invented. Don't they throw it like a Captain America shield style? And it like bounces and bing bing. You know what? I, think I they can't do. remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that sounds amazing. So that sounds yeah. right. The way you, the way you say it, make it sounds like Quidditch of some sort. Uh, well, I it's think a what's a Quidditchy. What, um, what's that ball game where you have the two flippers that hit? It's like a ping or uh, pinball. Uh, pinball. Uh, pinball. It, it reminded me. I thought it was like a <laughs> yeah. My flip- hand motions were the <laughs> two flippers. The pinball flippers. Pinball. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I may be totally off base on that, but I, that's what I remember thinking of watching that game. I don't know. I have to rewatch it. And then we finally have Opal. The only airbender of the Bayfong family. And I like... Which is kind of cool. You, right? You brought this up earlier. She was born um, a, non, a non-bender. A non-bender, yeah. Which is kind of crazy because all of her family are are prodigies in some way well, or another. Actually, I don't think Batar's a bender. Is he? Batar Jr.? Batar Jr., yeah. Uh, I don't think he's uh, a I don't, I, He I don't might not be, uh-uh, but, he but he's a genius. Right. He's an en- he's a genius I don't think, en- engineer. I don't think Batar's a bender. Yeah. Okay. So so okay. Batar and Batar Jr. I don't think are benders. But they're both very smart. Very smart. Yeah. Very smart. And Opal. Engin- yeah. Opal, well, she's got her looks to, to help her out with. They, I love Opal's eyes, not going to lie. Aren't the, they a different color? They're, than, than they're like... It, they're really bright green. Right. Like, yeah. No, she looks like a earthbender. That's earthbender. So right. I don't know how it's different. I know I know Su Yun probably has green eyes, but Lin definitely has brown eyes. Yeah. Right? There's no yeah. No, no. Lin Lin Beifong definitely has brown eyes. I thought Lin had gray eyes too. 
I think. Oh, gray or gray? Yeah, they have gray. Okay. Yeah, gray okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, Lynn's got... That no, they're is... green. They're green eyes. Lynn's got green eyes. Damn. Go to the wiki. It tells you everything. Yeah. I mean... Pretty much. Yeah. Damn She's it. She's got green I mean, eyes. She can get it anytime, dude. Lynn? What? <laughs> swear to God. She's a, she's, anytime. A, she's a smoking old lady. That's for oh sure. Uh, tell us how you really feel, Ian. <laughs> Please. Uh, okay, so I like... Okay, so I'm going to talk about Opal real quick. Because I like the fact that we after the harmonic conversions, right, we have... There's, there's so much more that has yet to be discussed about that. Because we have Earth Kingdom citizens, Fire Nation citizens... Obviously, like water tribe citizens, that we can assume all getting earth bending or uh, air bending powers now. Right. Like, how do those two uh, reconcile each other? Like, what does the future of air bending look like now that there's earth benders or earth nationalists that can bend? So that that was air. That was my kind of thought process. Like, earth the the air nomads. Uh, they're not nomads anymore. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Right. Right. So they had. They had to change the way that they they operate. To the, they're kind of more like a, the an Avengers style. Uh, uh, not kinda, even. Not even. Well, they're just kind of. They're kind of like a like an earthly police force, basically. But that's only because Tenzin makes that promise to Korra, because Korra right. was d- disabled. She got mercury poisoning, and Tenzin said, "We will. the The Air Nation will help." bring balance to the world while the avatar is right is hurt right so but I th- do you think they they had to evolve at some point i think that that is the evolution of well i think that's what we're gonna see with avatar studios but right. but tenzin even says that like that's his that's his arc with the airbenders it's like okay we're no longer air nomads this is like the ancient so then philosophy they become... and you can choose to follow it but everyone that's an airbender i will give you Training and and you know like so uh, it, he opened the door by the end of this the season even you know? even Tenzin he kind of s- steers away from the the traditional air nomad way of life I don't think uh a an air nomad would infiltrate a uh an airship the way he Boomy and 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 Korra did I I don't think. Aang's people would have done that. I don't think Gyatso would have done that. Mm. I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have gone on the offensive because that's going on the offensive. Kelsang started a typhoon and he and, and he, and he and he's got excommunicated be- for it. Yeah, but he's way before them. I'm saying he got excommunicated for it. Yeah, yeah. So that's look. It, it looks, goes against their ideology. It's negative Jing, dude. So yeah. that when they're infiltrating that ship, that's positive Jing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I think Opal. Like, she's very young, right, in the show. Right. So maybe when Avatar Studios is coming out with more content, they pick up the story, hopefully following uh, sometime shortly after season four of Korra. She's maybe grown, and she's in a position where she is helping determine those types of things. Like, right. what does an Earthbender do or or a Earth nationalist do for the Air Acolytes without being an Air Acolyte? Right. Like, cause I mean, like you were saying, Tenzin said you don't have to be a part of it, but if you want to, there's this thing you can join us on. Right. And at the same time, with all of that, if Tenzin makes that promise to Korra, then they're basically the new White Lotus as the White Lotus were. Right. I, I was getting ready to say that too. Yeah. Right. Like, and the White Lotus transcends all nations. So, what does that look like for air acolytes that are all over the all over the world? Right? I kind of feel like that's part of the narrative they've always been pushing with avatar 
we see that is like complete unity. inclusion is, is, and unity is unity yeah. right right mm-hmm. and it's done really well it's it's one of my favorite but my question is on opal's driver's license does it say earth kingdom or air nation <laughs> what the fuck? you know i think she's probably got like a like a motorcycle license where on the back it says like oh it nice. says a certain like you're also allowed to do this oh damn <laughs> she's got a class d yeah exactly yeah <laughs> all right yeah it's like uh it's primarily a earth kingdom one but you flip it up. oh okay but you're allowed okay. to fly you're wherever allowed, you want yeah, you got clearance <laughs> That's what her. That's what it looks like. But what I would like to see is Opal fill in that role going forward with the Air uh, Nomads so, and just Airbender, so that the Bayfong family grows into that too. I mean, the Bayfong family has been in power for generations. It would only make sense that she would you take on that mantle at some point. Yeah, yeah and being a, a, a part of the Air Nation now, you, you know, she would definitely try to push some kind of equality between. You know the Air Nation and the and the Earth Kingdom and, and all the different nations. Yeah, and then and then it's the Bayfong's not just Earth Kingdom anymore. Now it's Bayfong's Earth Kingdom, obviously. And then also, I wonder if anything like that's going to happen. Air Nomads, any other kingdoms? Like you get a lot of like Earth. I, I mean, we see it in 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 like the Surge or the the Promise, where you have Earth Kingdom citizens and Fire Nation citizens getting together and intermingling, inter, intermingling. You yeah, know, like what I'm saying is, I wonder if we're gonna see it with with like popular names from the Avatar, or or Korra. Uh, Maybe we'll get a uh, Opal Bayfong's Airbending Academy. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be cool. But I think that's and it really... won't be it won't be about the Airbending Academy <laughs> at all. About the Earthbending. It probably should belong in the Adventures of Avatar there books, you go. but there you go. Uh, either way, that would be a fun one. <laughs> I think that's it though for Bayfong's. I think we're. Good on the Bayfongs. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna revisit Toph at some point. Yeah, some I point. mean, we, we're gonna we, do a you can't Toph piece. We're gonna do and a, we're gonna do Lin piece. Well, at least we eh, want to. If we, we want to, eh, we'll see. Lin, we'll see. Lin, maybe not. Kuvira, definitely. Oh, I definitely Kuvira want to talk about that. Shit. So here's the thing: we say this almost every episode. We're gonna do a piece on these people. We need to actually put a list together because new content's coming out within the next year. And we don't want to be falling behind on that. Right, so right. we gotta we gotta start putting together a list of what characters we want to talk about. We'll get about. it done. We'll get it done. Yeah. All right. So you guys wanna wrap it up today? Yeah, I mean let's let's get out of here. Remember to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow the Cabbage Card Podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. Uh you ready to get out of here, Ian? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. yep.